Thank you for supporting the Ministry of Victory Outreach International. We pray this message challenges, ignites faith, and that God would fan the flame that will produce a harvest of souls throughout the world. We're going to begin reading in verse 5. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 5. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I'm also a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to the other, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And then in verse 13 it says, And then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed the same hour. Father, we come before your presence in the name of Jesus, your son Jesus. And this morning we just pray that there be a releasing of your power, a releasing of faith. So that you will be able to manifest your power within our lives. Lord, touch us this morning. Let your healing power flow this morning upon everyone. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. This morning before we partake of communion, I would like to deal a little bit in the area of faith. You see, the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. The only way we could please God is when we exercise faith. Faith is what moves the hand of God. And God has made provision for us. God has made provision for us in the atonement, provision for our sins. This is why this morning we gather together around the table of the Lord. We partake of communion. He gave his life. He died on the cross of Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, for the remission of our sins. But not only is there forgiveness of sin in the atonement, but also there's the healing of our bodies. Not only spiritual healing, but physical healing as well. But there's a condition. And there's always conditions within the Word of God. If we want to receive from God, then we have to follow the conditions that are outlined in God's Word. And many times we don't, we're not recipients of God's blessings because we don't follow what the Word of God says. The way that we receive the blessings of God is when we move out by faith. And always, as you look in the Gospels, you find that Jesus was always trying to bring his disciples to the place that they would be able to trust him. That they would be able to 
just step out on his word. And this is precisely what this centurion did. This centurion, he had a problem. And he stepped out on God's word. And because he stepped out on God's word and he believed God's word, then he became a recipient of the blessing. Listen to what it says over here. Jesus entered Capernaum. There was a centurion that came to him pleading with him. He said, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. He was sick. Then Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Jesus even offered to come bodily and heal him. And listen to the response of the centurion. Now, most of us would have said, yes, Jesus, come. Come quickly. Come, come. You must come. Probably would have waited for him and made sure that he came. But this centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy. He says, I'm not worthy for all that attention. I'm not worthy for you to go out of your way and come to my home. I'm not worthy for you to enter my home. And he says, I'm not worthy you should come into my roof. But he says, only speak the word. You don't have to come bodily. You don't have to come and lay your hands upon my servant to receive healing. All you have to do is speak your word. And if you speak the word, he says, then my servant will be healed. You see, he understood the principles of being under authority and obeying orders. And he recognized that Jesus was a man of authority. A man of power. And only by giving the command, he understood what a command was all about. And he says, all you have to do is speak the word, and my servant will be healed. And in verse 9 it says, For also I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And then when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those that followed, Assuredly I say to you, I have not found such faith, not even in Israel. I haven't found such faith, not even in God's chosen and the elect people of God. And then it says in verse 13, Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed. You hear that? Go your way, and as you have believed, and so let it be done for you and his servant was healed that very same hour. You see, it, it, it's believing God's word. But not only believing God's word, sometimes we believe God's word uh, as far as the intellectually we believe God's word. We have mental knowledge of the word of God, but we don't step out on God's word. And the type of belief, the type of faith that is able to produce results and able to bring healing to our body and the salvation of our family members is when not only we have the intellectual knowledge and intellectual belief, but we believe with all of our hearts that we're ready to step out on the divine word of God. You see, there's a difference between the logo word and the rima word. The, the logo word is the word that is in the word of God, and we, we, we believe the Word of God. We believe the Word of God. But the Rima word is when we suddenly believe that that Word is for me. It's not just having 
uh, faith in God, but having the faith of God. And what God wants to deposit in our lives this morning, he wants to give us his faith so that we will be able to have the faith of God that is able to move mountains. Now, there are many that are afflicted, and lately, you know, the enemy comes in waves. This is something that I have found out in the Ministry of Victory Outreach, that the enemy, he's never, he never comes with anything new. You, always, you could always take a look, and you, you could recognize his tactics. He changes them, but you could, you could recognize them. You, if you look very carefully, you could recognize. And one of the areas that the enemy is attacking, attacking Victory Outreach now is through physical illness. I have never seen so many of our ministers under physical attack of the enemy. Just the other day, I get word from Mexico City. A brother in Mexico City is he's going to have to have, the doctor said he has to have an operation. And he's been having some trouble now and hasn't been able to minister uh, effectively because of the problems that he's been having. And I understand that he has to have an operation. Uh, Pastor Ed in San Jose, he's been fighting a battle where his liver has been going out on him. The doctors told him that there's no cure, there isn't anything that could be done. And, and he's going ahead and getting hold of the horns of the altar and praying that God will bring about a healing in his body. Just when, there's, just when the, God gave him a breakthrough and all kinds of people are coming into the church... The enemy can't get him on a moral problem, so he's attacking his physical body. I just got word again just a few days ago of Ruben Grijalva, the one that's in charge of our Spanish ministry in East L.A. I understand that he's also, he has a physical problem. The doctors he went and they saw uh, spots in his lung. And now they've sent him to a, a specialist, and, 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 and it looks like he, he can't breathe, and he's not functioning normally and he called me the other day and I spoke to him and he told me what the doctor said and this is not a, a, a coincidence what is actually taking place and I could give you a few more that are also on the physical attack of the enemy see the enemy has a strategy and many times he comes against us there are times that he comes against us with uh, trying to knock us down with, with moral problems then other times if he can't get you in a moral problem in a moral situation then he comes and he deals with you in the physical body it is not God that brings the sicknesses it is the enemy that comes and brings the sicknesses to our bodies but praise God God is our healer Jesus is a healer But we must have faith in God. Now the type of faith that the Bible speaks about, the faith that we need that we're able to remove mountains, is not a faith that sometimes we just have. Sometimes that the Lord may deal with us and we may have that faith and rise up to that occasion, but there's sometimes that we have to press and travail before God's presence so that we will be able to believe His Word without having any doubt whatsoever. And the Word of God says it. If you believe, if you believe, you shall see the glory of God. Only believe all things are possible. You can believe for the salvation of your family. 
You could believe for the situation that you find yourself in this morning. You could believe for that physical healing because God is able. I want you to also turn in your Bibles to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 11. Beginning in verse 12. Mark chapter 11, beginning in verse 12. And here we have another example of God's word in action. In verse 12 it says, Now the next day when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. This is Jesus. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps it would find he would find something on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. Now listen to this part. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And it says, And his disciples heard it. You hear that? Now he actually went and he cursed the tree. Imagine speaking to the tree. Because it says his disciples heard it. He went and, and spoke to it. Didn't find any fruit. And he said, I cuss it from this point on. Let there be no fruit in it. Let it die. Let it wither away. And then his disciples heard it. Then he went on. He just, he just spoke it and went on. The disciples heard it, looked at him, probably said, this is kind of weird, and looked at him, and just kept on walking. Then it says in verse 20, that the next morning, now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. You hear that? And then Peter all of a sudden marveled. <laughs> I could imagine Peter, you know, he, he heard it. Disciples heard when they cussed the tree, they looked at it, they didn't see any, any different. They didn't see any change. So they probably walked away and said, well, I guess it didn't work. They walked away. And then the next morning when they came back, they came back the same way, and they saw they passed by the fig tree, and it was dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look! Peter was astonished. Peter marveled because the fig tree was dried. He said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. And listen to the response of Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to them, what did he say? Say it with me. What does it say? Have faith in God. You hear that? What does he mean by have faith in God? He means have faith in his word. You're able to stand, not only stand on the word of God, but you're able to act on the divine word of God. So he says, he said to him, have faith in God. And then he says in verse 23, For assuredly I say to you, I don't know what he says. In other words, without doubt I say to you, Whosoever says to this mountain, and he pointed to a mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart, But believes that those things he says will come to pass, He will have whatsoever he says. You hear that? Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them even before you physically have them, and you will 
have them. The problem that we have is we're all cluttered with doubt all the time. Always doubt. Doubting Thomases. This is an indication of it right here. Doubt. Doubt. Finances, I can't. Always that word, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. We got to get that word out of our vocabulary and say, we can. We can. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All things are possible in Jesus Christ. There's nothing that is impossible. You know, I've already, I see the balcony. I visualize it already. Right? I see the people up there already. I see them. I see them up there all the way around. Praise God. I see all those people. I see that stairway, and I see the people in the altar calls coming and making their way down like this. Both sides coming. Two stairways that are going to come in this way. We have also have a foyer, but we also have two stairways coming. We want to make sure we make it easy for the people to come down for the altar calls, you know. I can see them coming down this way, coming down that way. People that we now don't have, but will have, that God is going to be bringing in. I can see them coming and making the altar calls and giving their lives to Jesus Christ. Have faith in God. And the problem that we have, and I'll tell you, that devil messes with you. When you begin to go by the symptoms, you see, sometimes you're prayed for, and as soon as you're prayed for, you say, well, do I have any more pain? You know. and, and, and the word of God, you know, the word of God says if we have faith, he's able to heal us. And then you say, well, do I have any, oh yeah, I got a little pain on um, Ah, I guess it didn't work. You walk out and the devil robbed away your blessing. And, you know, and when you start thinking about it, you say, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Just when you start confessing, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. If you're not sick, you will get sick. Now, I'm not, I'm not just saying about a formula, you know. I'm not just talking about we have a formula, just confess, confess, confessing is going to happen. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something genuine. I'm talking about really believing God's word. Saturating ourselves in the word of God. And if God has said it, then it is settled. And we're able to step out on God's word. And the beautiful part of it is that it doesn't matter what the doctors told you, what doctors tell you. Dr. Jesus could overrule them. Dr. Jesus could overrule any doctor. There is no sickness that is too hard for God. There is no situation that is too hard for God. All things are possible for them that believe. And God wants to elevate us from that natural, always natural. Let me ask you, are there miracles that surround you? There should be miracles that surround you. God doesn't want us to live in the natural. God doesn't expect us and want us to live in the natural life. God has called us from the natural to the supernatural. He looks for us to live in the supernatural realm, putting our faith and confidence in God. And I'll tell you, I know what it is. I've been, whenever, you know, I, 
before, you know, I started getting pains, and oh, oh, there it is, my heart, my heart. And it's funny, I said, my heart. And I, then the devil says, 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 I'm going to kill you, you know. And I said, man, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You start thinking you're going to die, you're going to die. But all of a sudden, you say, man, you know what, devil, you are a liar. I come again. I am a child of the king. I am a child of God. I got a work to do. I don't care about any symptoms. I put my faith and confidence and trust in God. I belong to God, and you can't touch me. And when you begin to do that, I found that all of a sudden, everything disappears. Everything disappears. And then I used to say, go, go show yourself to the priest, right? So many times, it'd be, and then go after the, after the healing takes place and get it confirmed by the doctor if you want. Blow their mind. Go to the doctor and get it confirmed. The doctor looks and, wow, what happened? It, it disappeared. Yes, it disappeared. Dr. Jesus. What you couldn't do, Dr. Jesus did for me. Dr. Jesus healed me. He healed my body. By his stripes, we are healed. We pray that this message has encouraged you to grow in your walk with God. To hear more messages, visit www.visionintlstore.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.